Well, today, Norm Lipinski, chief of the Surrey Police Service, had a timeline for a decision from Surrey Council on whether they will move forward with SPS should be uh, announced. It's been nearly a month since the BC government recommended uh, for the city to continue with its transition to a municipal force. Now, Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke still maintains she wishes to keep the Mounties after a majority on council voted to retain them six months ago. Uh, Norm Lipinski spoke to our Jill Bennett earlier today. Take a listen to, to that interview. Well, as a, as a police organization, I like to stay on the sidelines uh, outside the politics. So there was processes in place. We, of course, uh, looking back way in December, we submitted the reports. We submitted supplemental reports. Uh, last month, the province came up with a strong recommendation to uh, go ahead with the Surrey Police Service. And now we seem to have uh, slowed down and paused on this. I know that things are working in the background. There's this issue of redaction, unredaction, and uh, reviewing the reports. That was Norm Lipinski, uh, Chief Constable of the Surrey Police Service. Now, as the Surrey policing debate continues, many have said this is a, just, just the start of a broader conversation of creating a provincial police service and moving away from the RCMP. Joining me now uh, is Mario Conseco, president of Research Co. Polling Company. Uh, he and his company have been doing some polls in regards to public safety, but some of the broader questions around policing and a provincial police force is part of that conversation as well. Mario, thank you for joining us. My pleasure, Jess. Great to chat with you again. Yes, uh, good to chat with you as well. Uh, so are people now, uh, British Columbians, uh, do they appear more open to the idea of a provincial police force? There is a significant increase. When we asked this question back in July 2022, we had just had the report that recommended considering the idea of a BC-wide police force. We only had 39% of British Columbians who supported this notion. Uh, this month, it's up to 51%, so that's up 12 points in less than a year. Um, essentially, what we had was a lot of people who were undecided on this idea, suddenly believing that this is the right course of action. And it coincides as well with more people who are saying that they're concerned about crime in their communities. So it's definitely something that is changing. Uh, and the more time goes by, the more people seem to believe that we should be like Ontario or Quebec. Uh, and is this more the public safety issue that's driving this, or is this partially or, or more so the entire Surrey policing debate? Oh, that definitely plays a role. You know, we've had a lot of discussions about what is going to be happening in Surrey. Uh, and, you know, part of what we see as well is uh, people who have been exposed to stories, uh, particularly in the Lower Mainland, uh, but it's, it's something that is happening everywhere across BC, who are not feeling that crime is under control. And this month we had 59% of British Columbians who say that crime is rising in their community. This is up eight points from the last time we asked. But when we asked the question about, did you have to report a crime to the police? Uh, the numbers have been stable since 2018. So it's the impression that is changing the minds of people. It's not their own experience. And this is going to be uh, very important for the BC government to deal with because there's an opportunity for the opposition to talk about crime because there's certainly a sense that more people feel unsafe than they did just four years ago. And somewhere along the way, in that thinking, they feel a more localized police force or at least a provincial police force is much more attuned to or accountable to local residents and needs compared to a paramilitary force with a head office in Ottawa. 
Well, that is definitely part of the situation that we're facing. Um, I think you know it's it's at a, it, it's an important time to be asking this question because we've had uh, several stories that are making people more aware of what is going on, not only when it comes to crime but also when it comes to the way police has been working, particularly in the city of Vancouver. And, and we also have to deal with the situation in Surrey, which has been uh, sort of back and forth for the past year. Um, I think that is definitely playing a role in the way people are looking at this, because the factors that we're blaming for crime haven't really changed that much. Uh, most people looking into mental health issues or gangs and the illegal drug trade. The big change is in how many British Columbians believe that the inadequate court system plays a role in the way the situation has unfolded. It's up to 39 percent, so seven points off from 2021. If we go back to 2018, not a lot of people are saying the courts have a little bit uh, of the blame here. And that has been climbing as well. So this is also going to be interesting as far as the way the BC government tries to deal with this, because, you know, we didn't have a lot of uh, confusion or complaints related to the court system four years ago. And now it's climbing the charts. And as a potential be an issue in the next provincial election as well, I would assume. Well, definitely. I mean, it's... um, Crime is an interesting situation when you're talking about BC politics. Um, For the first time in a long time, it has climbed to number three on the list of issues facing the province. Housing is number one, healthcare is number two, but now you have crime as number three ahead of the economy and jobs, ahead of the environment. So when something goes from 5% to 14% as the key issue facing the province, you know that the opposition is going to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Mario, thank you. My pleasure, Jess. Anytime.